0: Thank you so much for inviting me. It's great to um, be with you all today. I hope you're all well. Um, it's just really lovely, isn't it, to be able to say hi to people, even though we're of distance. That's really great. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be looking at Romans 15, verse 13. So if you have your Bibles, uh, maybe you want to find that passage now. Um, and the particular words that we're going to be thinking about and praying about over, your, over our church is hope. Um, so I'm just going to pray for us now as we begin God we thank you for this new day I pray that you would build us up and encourage us as we reflect on your word together I pray that you would speak to us afresh by your spirit in Jesus name Amen. Amen. so yeah Romans 15 verse 13 and it says may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit." And this is Paul's prayer of the people in Rome and it concludes all his teaching which has gone before. He's not yet been to Rome so he's sending this letter commending himself as an apostle before he goes and also addressing some of the issues um, before he goes to that church. And the issues seem to be similar to the ones he's encountered in Corinth where there's disunity between a group who call themselves the Strong, which is probably consisting mostly of Gentiles, and a group that they call the Weak, probably consisting mostly of Jewish Christians. And the issue seems to be around um, the supposedly weaker group maintaining certain rules and rituals around food and wine, and the other group kind of thinking, well, I can do whatever I want because I'm covered by grace. Um, And they just, yeah, that's their kind of opinion of themselves. So the whole of Romans up to this point is a discussion on law, on sin and grace and about how both the people of Israel and the Gentiles fit within this overarching big narrative of Jesus from the beginning of the Old Testament all the way up to this point, this meta narrative that they all fit within it, that Jesus is the one who fulfills the scripture um, for the Jewish people, but also is a hope and a light to the Gentiles. um so if you look back to verse 5 and 7 of Romans 15 it talks a bit more about this it says may the god who gives oh hang on a minute yeah sorry Verse 5 sorry 15 start again verse 15 we're just flipping back a few uh, verses um chapter 15 7 to um 8 and he says Accept one another, then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. For I tell you that Christ is. Pe- I've done this completely wrong. <laughs> I have just come from, back from holidays, so I'm <laughs> I'm all over the place. Sorry. Um, it is verse fifteen, verse five to seven. There we go. Verse five to seven. He says, may the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other as Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice, you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he's talking there about unity. So that's the context of the letter. And within the letter, the theme of hope echoes a few times. And now I want to go back to chapter five, um, where it echoes this um, idea of hope again. So Romans five two to four, Paul says, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but but we also boast in and but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So taking all this together, there are two things I would like us to reflect on, on this verse on hope. Firstly, the Christian hope is now on earth as well as in heaven. And secondly, the Christian hope is in suffering as well as happiness. Now, I used to believe that I was like a bucket with holes in it and that I was in this perpetual state of leaking, and that if I didn't do the right spiritual things, I'd eventually empty of God's Spirit. I used to strive and push and work for more of God's Spirit. But now I'm starting to think that's kind of not quite the right perspective. And what struck me particularly about the passage on hope in Romans 5, 2 to 4, is that it's all in the perfect tense. So Paul says, God's love has been poured into our hearts and the Holy Spirit has been given to us. He's saying it's finished. Jesus has done it. God's love is in us now and the Holy Spirit has been given to us. So, I don't have to strive, I can't add to what Jesus has done. But what I can do is rest in the deep, never ending love of Jesus. And the more time I spend being with Jesus, just being with Him and allowing His love to resonate in my heart, the more hope will rise up in me. And there's this quote by Thomas Chalmers, and he calls this hope the expulsive power of a new affection, the expulsive power of a new affection and i love that image the idea that when we put our hope in jesus we have a new affection and all other loves just melt away in comparison with the love of jesus so this hope is for now christ is with us now by his spirit now so that whatever we're going through paul says our sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory That will be revealed in us. I saw a post on social media a while ago by someone who'd pictured the Christian life as he saw it plotted onto a graph, and he'd drawn the Christian life as an upward curve. And the point he was trying to make was that life might be tough, but it's okay because our hope rests at the end of the graph, that when we die, it's all gonna be okay and we go to heaven. And I won't go into details, but at the time, I was having, to put it mildly, a horrific year. I mean, it was as bad as it could get. I was as low as I could be. And Fran could give you more details if you want to know. <laughs> um, but I had to respond, and me being me, I did respond. And I, I sent a little message, a very annoying, What um, when people do that on social media, I know, but I had to do it. Um, and I said, I kind of agree, that is a hope, that is an incredible hope that we have as Christians. But I think you're missing something quite important, that life is full of undulations, it's full of highs and lows and peaks and troughs and beauty and brokenness, elation and suffering and life and death. And my hope rests in the fact that Jesus is with me now, in all of this life, Emmanuel is with me in the pit, in the pain. he is closer than my breath and i've just um been on holiday as i said before um to the peak district and what really struck me was that the peaks are very very high um and the troughs and the valleys are very very low in comparison to those peaks and that's life isn't it that we might experience beautiful highs and god is with us there but then we might also go into the valley and in those places it can feel like God's abandoned us. Where is God in all of that? And Jesus suffered too. Jesus experienced the greatest valley for all of us. The cross is a symbol of suffering, but also of incredible hope. And Paul says that we can boast in hope of the glory of God and also in sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us now. And he prays, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I want to encourage any of you who feels like you're in a valley, who feels like you're in a pit and God is not with you. God is with you now. And you can trust in him. So I'm going to pray for us now. And then it would be great if at the end we could say the Lord's Prayer together. So Father, we thank you. That you love the world so much that you gave your one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life and jesus we want to thank you for the love that you've demonstrated for us on the cross that greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for one's friend holy spirit thank you that you are with us always in suffering as well as happiness even to the very end of the age We pray for ourselves that this truth would sink deep into our hearts and minds and that we would know that the Christian hope is on earth as well as in heaven and the Christian hope is in suffering as well as happiness. Help us God to rest in this truth to know that whatever we are going through, whether we feel you are with us or not, you are Emmanuel. God with us. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace as we trust in you that we may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we pray for St Swithin's Church. That where this church family feels as though it's been pulled apart, we pray for each member that they would know that as the body of Christ, nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. And you might want to just bring um, anyone you know now who feels alone. Who maybe feels that they are in a valley and just bring them to Jesus. May the God of hope fill them with all joy and peace as they trust in you, so that they may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm just going to pray the Lord's Prayer, and you might want to pray it out loud with me. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth